0: even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host, joined today by InsideTexas.com, beat reporter Joe Cook. Uh, Joe, first of all, thank you for stepping in for me last week. I really appreciate it. The fans really
1: seem to like it as well. I appreciate you, man. Hey, it's a lot of fun. This is uh there was there was no YouTube class at least for me back in back in the day. So trial by fire and uh, had a lot of fun doing it.
0: Yeah, no, I, I mean there's not many topics that are as fun as, as Texas football, right? So uh, let's get into it today. Um, you are headed to the Big 12 Media Days uh, that begin in. On Wednesday, go through Thursday. Um, Longhorn's going to be on the podium or at the podium uh, on Thursday. Steve Sarkeesian, along with which player going to be there for Texas? Yeah, so
1: Texas is sending Bijan Robinson, Rashawn Johnson, Ovia Gofu, and and DeMarvian Overshone. So two on offense, two on defense. Let, let, let me ask
0: you this What are the, and Sarkeesian obviously has the mic uh, to start. What are some of the questions you think are going to be thrown at uh, Sark and the guys? Sark is
1: probably going to be asked a lot about quarterback uh, for obvious reasons. He can't talk about Arch Manning, but when you add Quentin Ewers, when you add uh, Arch Manning, uh, that, that's a lot of, that's a lot of star power to be focused on. So he'll probably get some questions there. Questions about uh, just NIL uh, and, and other transfers uh, like Jai Hall, Isaiah Nayor, uh, Ryan Watts, any of the transfers that either went through spring or joined them after spring football. Um, probably a lot about his offense, but I think there definitely needs to be some questions asked about the defense. And I think that's most hardcore Texas fans have questions about the defense entering this year, uh, which kind of leads to the players asking Ovia Gofu if he's noticed anything different. Uh, trying to nail down, maybe if Demarvin Overshone has a different role uh, whether he's being asked to do some other things than just play in between the tackles. Um, with, uh, with other defensive questions, just you know if any of those young defensive linemen uh, have, have started to stand out. And you could even ask the defenders if any of the young offensive linemen uh, are anything to, to write home about. Bijan and Roshan, they're always pretty complimentary when it comes to their teammates. Roshan also is, is very uh, honest. Bijan, you know he's a great teammate, and he'll say everybody's doing a great job and working hard, and uh, I think that's admirable. But you'll you'll get a little bit more honesty, I think, from from Roshan uh, in in some of those areas. Trying to think of what else when it comes to Texas, Sarkisian's going to be asked about quarterback battle timelines and stuff we've written over the summer when he was on his speaking tours. He knows that it's better for him to to get that early. Uh, to make that decision early, but he's not going to make a premature decision. Um, making an early decision and a premature decision are two different things. He wants to have an early decision with as much data as possible uh to where he feels like he can uh make make the right call for the team and start building reps with whoever the number one is. Uh and he kind of did that last year. I think it was what, a week and a half or so before the season, maybe two weeks before the season where he did that. Um different obviously different circumstances this year different players in this competition say for Hudson Card so uh, and of course they'll get the SEC questions there'll be Brent Venables questions Uh, there'll be just questions about guys up and down the roster uh, and and including uh, about some of the offensive linemen so I mean he's he basically is uh, for you know they have a 20 minute big at the podium Uh, press conference that's aired live i think on espn plus then eventually they get to the uh you know the the breakout sessions and they're basically there for about an hour so if you want a question uh to be answered by steve sarkeesian this is the time to do it and it's it's kind of grueling for everybody but it it kind of marks the official beginning of the season for me
0: you yeah yourself um Justin Wells and, uh, Ian Boyd will all be there. I know y'all are, uh, for people that want to keep up with it in real time, you guys are going to be kind of live blogging some of that on the InsideTexas.com website. Uh, please make sure you check us out there. Going back to, uh, the, the Inside Texas website, one of the things that, that, uh, Eric Naline, our publisher wrote today that I thought was very interesting. You mentioned, uh, Roshan Johnson, uh, and his leadership. Uh, Eric reporting that Texas, uh, Texas' Roshan Johnson is now conducting voluntary workouts uh, for uh, players uh, on Saturdays, which hasn't been the case in the past. Um, it, you know, you and I have talked about it. Uh, other members of our staff have talked about it, just what Roshan Johnson has meant, and I find it interesting that Texas is sitting here with maybe the number one running back in the country and Bijan Robinson, yet uh, Steve Sarkeesian feels the the need. To bring a second running back uh, to meet with the media, I, I think that speaks volumes. And I'd like to see what you think of of that, and and if you guys can can maybe ask more of Sark and Roshan uh, that type of question as you go forward in Big Twelve Media Days.
1: Yeah, to, going back to the workouts, I'm glad you used the the quotes around voluntary uh, because you know if you're expected to be a part of this Longhorns team, at least one less that's led by Rashawn Johnson that those probably aren't very voluntary at all. Uh, It shows also some, some high quality work ethic, not just from Johnson and leadership candidates on, but just from the whole team. I mean, to get everybody or probably 90 something percent of people doing that, that's impressive. Uh, But like you mentioned, it's intriguing. And even Jerry mentioned this last week, he's never seen a team led by a backup running back and I don't think it's as much backup running back because we know that despite Bijan Robinson probably carrying the load for this offense, Rashawn Johnson's going to get his carries and he's going to get his effective carries. And he may have some more with some wildcat looks this year after the success of the K-State game last year. Uh, but I'm, I'm curious about that too, just because, uh, like I said, it, it's interesting to see a – guy who doesn't who's probably not going to start a game unless they start in 20 personnel which they did for Louisiana guy who's not going to be the starting number one running back be this much of a leader Um, I'm very curious to see how that you know basically disseminates with other members of the team with even defenders and stuff like that so and just how Sarkeesian likes it like I, I, I guess you could go way back to Reggie Bush and Lindale White but I don't think Starkeesian wasn't even the offensive coordinator then was he wasn't he just a quarterback's coach or a co-oc with Lane Kiffin he so, was actually a play caller play um, okay
0: yeah he was the play caller uh, Kiffin wasn't the play caller at that time The the it, it's interesting um because I you know it's nice to have a one-two punch at running back he had it at Alabama also obviously with uh, several talented backs as well here's another question for you, Joe, taking it in a slightly different direction. And that's going to be more pointed at the defense, which is one of the aspects you asked about or mentioned just now. And Ovio Gofu, uh, DeMarvian Overshone both being there. Run to, you know, Texas fans, after Arkansas just had no faith in Texas run defense um, a year ago. I'd really be interested to see what they've done differently this off season uh, to uh, make that better.
1: Yeah, I'm I'm very curious to see if some of those things that uh, Moro Jomo said in April are still holding true, uh, and that specifically being, you know, a lot of three down looks, um, or you know, three I guess defensive tackles. If they're kind of a modified three three five, if they're if they're running that more than the the two four five, if that held true just because of you know lack of impact guys on the edges and more bodies and probably skilled talent at at the interior defensive tackle role. So I'm curious to see about that. I'm also just curious what Steve Sarkeesian says. Uh, He's taken on the Nick Saban approach of I speak for the program. Uh, Used to in in previous years, Texas would at least at some point make coordinators available. I think under Strong, uh, coordinators were available after the game. Uh, At least under Herman, they were available once a week uh, with the media. Um, that's not the case with the Sarkeesian program. He wants to be the line of communication where messages come from, uh, and that includes the defense. And so I'm really curious to hear what he thinks about defense and, and any progress or lack of progress made throughout the offseason. Um, I, I also am wondering just, because here's another thing, there's going to be a lot of national media there who see, oh, Gary Patterson's on your team Uh, on your staff of in some capacity is that guy just waiting in the wings and he'll push back against that. I'm sure, but I'm curious to see, you know, if there's been any more additional things added by Gary Patterson that Sarkeesian mentions, I also just kind of curious, you know, as a, as a football coach, uh, as a guy who, you know, can go on the chalkboard.
2: Our bodies come in different shapes and sizes. So doesn't it make sense that our weight loss plans should too? com, And check out Noom's first ever cookbook, The Noom Kitchen, for 100 healthy and delicious recipes to promote better living. Available to buy now wherever books are sold. I,
1: I kind of want to press them and see what, you know, what did you see wrong last year? Just wrong. Not like not good, not half decent. What did you see that you thought was wrong that you as the head coach told Pete Kwiatkowski, hey, you, you have to identify this and change this? Because if he's going to be the one who speaks for the program, he's going to have to speak for the defense. And obviously there were a lot of times last year when that defense was was just plain wrong.
0: Yeah, I think both, both sides of the ball had issues last year, but uh, it's demoralizing when the defense can get run on at will uh, to any program. And it, it uh, kind of thwarts your ability to, to keep the ball away from the other team and uh, take time off the clock, et cetera. And, and one of the reasons why I think they lost some late games uh, in particular, Oklahoma State. Um, all right, going forward uh, to to another topic. Uh, you mentioned Oklahoma. Um, I think a lot of people, including Texas fans, are interested to see Brent Venables for the first time talking about his program to the masses, not just to the Oklahoma faithful, uh, so to speak.
1: Anything in particular you guys ha- have are going to be asking him? Uh, that'll probably be Ian Boyd his, his specialty. He'll be flying in from Michigan to get in the, the X's and O's questions. Um, when Brent Venables was hired, I think I wrote something that said, you know, oftentimes you have, you know, Oklahoma and Texas just going at it, uh, and then on the field for recruits. But there's an interesting wrinkle here in that Brent Venables is going to be calling the defense. Steve Sarkeesian is going to be calling the offense, so those two are going to be pitted against each other in ways that we haven't seen. I, I can't really recall head coaches of either Texas or Oklahoma operating. I guess, you know, Mac Brown wasn't a side of the ball type of guy. Uh, and then Tom Herman, his first year was 2017, never got to coach against Bob Stoops, uh, at least at, least in, uh, at Texas. Um, you know, Herman versus Lincoln Riley, that's two offensive guys. And then Steve Sarkeesian last year versus Lincoln Riley, two offensive guys. So one thing I'm very curious about is just the the head coach dynamic there, where basically it, it it's a, a little bit more of a referendum, I guess, on each if they're coaching against each other, coordinating against each other and calling it that way. I'm curious to see what both think of that aspect of the rivalry, uh, as well as just you know, what they think about this much change at Oklahoma. It's been a s- extremely stable program for the past, you know, almost over since, what was it, since John Blake or since Schellenberger left. Um, so it's been a, a stable program. Now it's very curious to, just to see if they can maintain that stability. And as we've talked about a bunch on here, a lot of that hinges on one man and it's Dylan Gabriel. Yeah, the
0: the quarterback transfer from Central Florida. Um, You know, of course, another thing that strikes me about this, uh, Texas and OU are strange bedfellows uh, this year, Mm -hmm. with the SEC uh, encroaching, uh, luring both programs to uh, their conference. And now, uh, you know, a year later, USC and UCLA head to the Big Ten. Uh, There's been news in the last week of the Big 12 reaching out to multiple Pac-12 members. Uh, most recently, apparently the ACC and ESPN are now trying to lure some Pac-12 members uh, into an alliance of sorts. So that An
1: alliance? Where have I heard that before? Yeah,
0: but here's the, here's the interesting thing. A, ACC is locked up with ESPN through 2036. So that would actually open up by leveraging that 2036 deal and freeing up some of the money between now and then. They could actually attract the Pac-12, and uh, it's just a it's a it's a fascinating thing. It all started though with Texas and OU last year, and and the Longhorns, like I said, and the Sooners are bed bedfellows. I wonder how much the general uh, tone from other coaches from other programs will be towards uh, the Longhorns and Sooners leaving the league.
1: Yeah, well, we'll find out first thing on Wednesday morning with Brett Yormark, the, the new commissioner. And as far as we've covered over the past year or so, everybody publicly remains committed to that 2025 date. And We at Inside Texas have talked and you've even posted, you know, reports from your sources that they everybody wants to be out earlier. And I think it's no secret that, I mean... It's kind of a secret, but just nobody can say it. It's it's really weird, and I guess that's how pretty tight knit those those contracts of with the grant of rights currently are right now. Um, so I'm very curious to see what Brett Yormark has to say. That's probably gonna be the first question asked of him. Have you talked with our Texas and Oklahoma, who I think have report reports have come out, and even Jay Hartzell told Inside Texas that they were involved in the process of selecting. Brett Yormark. So I'm curious to see what his answer is. I'm pretty sure it's going to be very similar to every answer Bob Bullsby gave about 2025 and fulfilling obligations and blah, 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 all that stuff. But I bet Brett Yormark didn't realize he'd be walking into this much of a, I don't want to call it a hornet's nest, but this much of a situation where he's going to be answering questions about Washington state and Oregon and Stanford and Arizona state, he's got enough to deal with now with four new teams entering the conference uh, in 2023. Now they're trying to poach more. This is going to be very interesting. And then also Linda Livingstone, who's the president of Baylor University, I guess uh, as a, I don't know if she's the chair of the Big 12 board of directors or not. I would guess that that's why she's speaking in that capacity. I don't remember a big 12 chairman or chairwoman of the board of directors ever speaking at media days Uh, but we've never had a media days as with with the conference at least in my experience over these past six years we've never had a media days with the conference on such uncertain footing both good or bad to where the the chancellor had to come out and start talking
0: all of college football is that way right now if you're Mm -hmm. if you're not in the sec or big 10 right now everybody's on uh, waiting with bated breath about what the next shoe that will drop is going to be. Um, it, let's let's take it away from realignment for a second and go back to some of the players that will be there. Any particular players you're interested in hearing from,
1: uh, from other schools perhaps? Mm, this will be interesting. Let me look through the list. Uh, Deuce Vaughn, uh, I, I'm very interested in here because that is one of the, you know, it's probably him and B. John Robinson, top two running backs in the in the conference and he's got an argument to be one of the top running backs in the country too uh, austin area product uh, chris vaughn's son i believe former D- texas defensive coach and just one of the more electric players in the big 12. Uh, i'll be very curious to see what type of i guess the not the circus but whatever media you know attention he garners um looking at other people on the list um dylan gabriel I'm, I'm curious to see what, what his uh, comfort level is in that Oklahoma offense right now. It should be pretty high, especially after he's played for Jeff Lebby before. Texas Tech will be very interesting because Joey McGuire is someone who has a ton of respect in the football world, among football media, and has seemingly had as good an offseason as a first-year, first-time head coach could have out at Texas Tech. Some of it's getting stale, uh, like you know Matt Campbell, he'll give you good answers, but the personality, it's not conducive to 30 straight minutes of media questioning. Um, Sonny Dykes, I don't know if he's that way or not, but there's a lot of turnover at TCU. Um, you know, you you always show up at these types of events thinking you're going to know what's said, and then there's always something new that pops up. Um, but I'm just excited to, to, to be there, and it kind of marks the beginning of when you can start putting the foot on the gas, as far as the season being around the corner, start talking a little bit more about football than about guys joining the program, stuff like that. Uh, very, I'm just excited for it. And it's a good opportunity to see where other media members and coaches kind of have their expectations heading into this season.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, that we look at it too often, um, from a, uh, you know, we lose the forest through the trees sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I think that, uh, you're, what you're speaking to there is, you know, how is this looking at in, in a macro aspect? Um, one, one other thing that I wanted to mention to you, um, and that, that deals with, uh, Sonny Dykes at TCU. I'd really like to get your take. And I'm sure he's going to be pegged by multiple, multiple people with the question about, uh, his starting quarterback, uh, but also moving over from SMU to TCU uh, and just hear what he has to say there. Uh, Baylor and, and Dave Aranda, after such a bad year in year one, comes back and wins, wins the league. Uh, Mike Gundy, um, he's like crazy like a fox kind of guy, right? Um, he's going to be an interesting character. Uh, Chris Kleeman at, uh, at uh, Kansas State in there as well. And then new guy Joey McGuire uh, for Texas Tech. I think it's going to be an interesting amalgam. I'm interested. There should be some good sound bites in there. Uh, look forward to y'all's coverage of it uh, in the Longhorns coming up on Thursday. Uh, I think he has the mainstream media at one point that has a pullout for the digital and a pullout for radio or, or print or something like that. And I know you guys will be part of that uh, for coach Sarkeesian. Uh, but uh, again, Joe, uh, good stuff. I appreciate you stepping in for me last week. I got a lot of, there are a lot of great comments and we appreciate them. All right. For Joe Cook, I'm Bobby Burton. We'll see Joe uh, probably sometime during the big 12 media days here on, on Texas football and for your immediate information, everything you need on a daily basis, please check out inside, uh, excuse me, InsideTexas.com. Thanks.